Welcome. If you're looking to unlock the secrets of the mind, to live a life that's free of care and anxiety, and to be the happiest you that you can be, then you're in the right place. This is Growing the Good, the Mindful Podcast. Hello and welcome to Growing the Good, the Mindful Podcast with me, Hayley Kearns, and I'm here with my co-host and good friend and colleague, Neil West. How are you today, Neil? I'm fabulous, Hayley. How are you? I'm good. Wonderful. Quite enjoying starting the programme for a change. I know, we thought we'd change things up yeah. a little bit. Um, so what are we talking about today, Hayley? Today's theme is something that everybody I think can relate to and we're talking about negative bias Mm -hmm. so that's whereby we have this we all have an inner voice don't we yes and it's about how that inner voice um quite often can be quite negative when we are talking to ourselves is that what we sometimes call the storyteller mind yes it is isn't it and it's that so, for example, if you're going to do something new or you're taking a test or something you're nervous about, we have that inner voice that almost tells us um, we're not going to be able to do it, things are going to go badly. And um, we are pre-programmed as humans to to have that negative bias. It's not something that some people have and some people don't. It's part of our genetic makeup. And I'm sure, Neil, you can tell us more about that. Um, a little, yes. It's, it's sometimes called the legacy brain. So our okay. human brains developed in a world 100,000 years ago that's very different to the world that we live in today, when danger was more immediate and lurked around every corner. And as humans in this harsh, dangerous environment, it was necessary to be more cautious and to take fewer risks because the potential danger could be fatal. Um, those people of an optimistic turn of mind who were more hopeful perhaps and went out to exploring the world tended to come to a bit of a nasty end and it was us cynics, us, us, uh, the negative biased people who didn't take those risks who went on to survive so almost it's built into our genetic code as humans to have that negative bias because in a way that's what's helped us survive into the present day but of course in the present day our world is a different place and yeah. that's not as helpful so it's about that going back to the brain it's about that amygdala looking for danger it is it was originally designed then to keep us safe i imagine yeah the brain in its perfect circumstance would be one where we did nothing at all where we just sat quietly and never did anything in the world that's the the ultimate safety isn't it as far as the brain is concerned so it, it always tells us not to try things not to do things and then it eliminates any potential risk but of course, that also limits all our opportunities as humans to grow and develop and, you know, flourish as as fully rounded individuals. Mm. Taking risks is part of being human. It is, and I suppose with a, a mindfulness view on it, being mindful can help us to to cope with these these you know these inner voices and this this negative bias for things, and and help us to kind of quieten it a little bit. Yeah, because it never goes away. We know this. Our thoughts and feelings never go away. And in fact, if we try and make them go away, that exacerbates the problem. That striving ends up becoming more of an attachment to the thing that we're trying to resist. Which links us back to the previous episode on difficult emotions, Mm -hmm. isn't it? We were talking about that then. Um, So it's more about accepting that's the way everyone's mind works. 
But what we don't have to do is allow ourselves to be led by those negative thoughts. And I think that's where illness, stress, anxiety begin to take over our mindset, doesn't it? When we listen and give in to those negative thoughts rather than try and use the principles of mindfulness and attention and awareness to bring us back into the present moment and look at things in a more rational and helpful way. Hmm. And it's that acceptance, isn't it, of those, that we are going to have those things that are less pleasant in our lives, hmm. but they don't have to define us, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Do you have a story, I Neil? I have a story, oh, It's a new one. Hayley's not heard oh. this story, so this is a new story. Um, this is called The King Who Found It Easier to Live With His Difficulties. There is a story told of a king who had three sons. The first was handsome and very popular. When he was 21, his father built him a palace in the city in which to live. The second son was intelligent and not so very popular. When he became 21, his father built a second palace in the city for him. The third son was neither handsome nor intelligent and was unfriendly and unpopular. When he was 21, the king's counsellor said, there is no further room left in the city. Have a palace built outside the city for your son. You can have it built so it will be strong. You can send some guards to prevent it from being attacked by the ruffians who live outside the city walls. So the king built such a palace and sent some of his soldiers to protect it. A year later, the son sent a message to his father. I cannot live here. The ruffians are too strong. So the councillor said, build another palace bigger and stronger and 25 miles away from the city and the ruffians. With more soldiers, it will be easy to withstand attacks from the nomadic tribes that pass that way. So the king built such a palace and sent 100 of his soldiers to protect it. A year later, a message came from the sun, I cannot live here, the tribes are too strong. So the councillor said, build a castle, a large castle, a hundred miles away. It will be big enough to withstand attacks from the peoples that live over the border. So the king built such a castle and sent 500 soldiers to protect it. But a year later, the son sent another message to the king. Father, the attacks of the neighbouring peoples are too strong. They've attacked twice and if they attack for a third time, I fear for my wife and those of your soldiers. And the king said to the councillors, let him come home and he can live in the palace with me. For it is better that I learn to love my son, that I should spend all the energy and resources of my kingdom keeping him at a distance. The story of the king holds an important lesson. It's often far easier and more effective in the long run to live with our difficulties than to pour resources into battling and suppressing them. A bit like chickens. Mm. A bit. Yeah, well, we might. they might not be able our listeners might not be able to hear the chickens because of our, our ah, bit yes. of equipment. Yes, we've tried to get some more soundproofing in to keep the chickens out, but they're quite resilient. They are. Mindful chickens. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Okay, I Back like to that. the story. Back yes, to the story. I like that story. It was, a, it was a good one. It is. The more we try and push our difficulties yeah. away, the stronger the attachment to them becomes. And in the end, it's just easier not to accept them, but to acknowledge them and to try and live with them in a way that's more helpful to us. Yeah, and it's again, it, it comes back to our neural pathways again, doesn't it? We want to strengthen those positive things that we say and the positive mm. messages that, that we give to ourselves and not repeat and practice, if you like, those negative thoughts because the more we 
tell ourselves that we can't do something or something's mm-hmm. going to go badly, the stronger that neural pathway becomes. So we need to try and strengthen the, the positives and be Absolutely. kind to ourselves, mm-hmm. really. So that's what our um, practice is going to be today. A, just a little bit of kindness to self. Okay, so as always, we're going to ready ourselves for our practice by just making sure we're in a comfortable position, either lying down or sitting down on a cushion or a chair, just in a position where we can stay as still as possible, relaxing our body, maybe feet flat on the floor, and just resting our hands either on our stomach or in our lap, wherever feels comfortable. And then just, just going to invite our singing bowl and then just allow ourselves to listen to the sound and just allow our eyes to close. Just allowing our eyes to gently close as the sound fades. And just bringing our attention to our breath. I'm going to take a few deep breaths just to really make our, put our focus onto our breath. So just a, a nice deep breath in and a breath out. Another deep breath in and out. Just seeing if you take a few more deep breaths in your own time. You can follow the path of your breath from the moment you breathe in till it enters your body and then it leaves your body. Just allowing yourself a moment to just follow just a couple more breaths. Now on the next breath in just going to raise our shoulders up to our ears and then as we breathe out just allow them to drop just into a position of relaxation and again just allowing your breath to just flow normally not controlling it in any way just allow it to go back to normal and just see if you can keep your attention and you're breathing as you breathe in and out. Breathing in and out. Just bringing your attention to that breath. following the path of that breath as it enters our body just seeing if you can as your breath fills your lungs just imagine that breath is going into your heart space as you breathe in breath passes through your heart space and then out of your mouth if it helps maybe rest it one of your hands just gently over your chest where your heart is Breathing in and breathing out. 
maybe visualizing your heart with the air as your breath flows through it, almost as if it fills with a light maybe, as you breathe in and out, that life-giving breath flows through your heart space, adding that light into yourself, flowing with that positive breath and that positive light into your heart. And if it helps, maybe hold the image or the thought of a person or maybe an animal, something that's very dear and special to you, somebody that makes you feel happy. Something that you associate positivity with. Just hold their image maybe. Just continue to focus on your breathing in and out. Now as we continue to breathe, just imagining that that light, that positive feeling is flowing from our heart space just across the rest of our chest flowing down your arms with a warmth or a light or just a feeling of calm flowing down down your arms to the tips of your fingers now flowing down across your back across your shoulders Going to your stomach and all along the length of your legs, right down to the tips of your toes. Just seeing if you can feel that feeling of calm or warmth or light flowing through the whole of your body. Just allowing that, that feeling of relaxation positive thoughts flowing through your entire body. Now bringing the attention away from your heart space and the warmth back just in the rhythm of your breathing. Just breathe in and out. Now listening to the sound of the singing bowl to bring our practice to a close. So when you're ready, you can open your eyes. Now that 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 feeling that thought of that heart space is something that some people find useful. I, it's one of my, I quite like mm -hmm. that, and holding a, a picture of, it's usually a pet that I like picture or something, mm -hmm. something that just makes you feel positive is a good way if you are feeling in a yeah, negative way. Those parts of your brain, those new pathways of kindness are strengthened, aren't yes. they, when you think about things that make you feel compassion and feel happiness and yeah. feel love. 
So it's just a way of, and if you can build that into your regular daily routines or your practices, um, again, that neural pathway strengthens as we, t we talk about all the time, but it's, you know, it's a fact. It strengthens those neural pathways. So when you are in a, um, a situation where you are feeling very negative and you, you have got that negative inner voice, that sort of practice can 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 so help you and support perhaps you. Perhaps our, our call to action this week then um, is to recognise that you are the leader of your own mind. Yes. And that when in the week you experience, as we all do, those negative thoughts, then acknowledge them. Just say to yourself, I am having negative thoughts. And that then allows you to take a breath, take a moment, and then perhaps turn your attention to those happier things that we talked about, mm. you know, the things that make you feel a sense of love or kindness or compassion or gratitude, more helpful emotions or seeds yeah. that you want to water and grow um, and see if that helps you then to to live with that negative thought rather yeah, than try and push it away or strengthen it by thinking more about it. Yeah, because, you know, thoughts aren't our reality, are they? Thoughts are just... No. Thoughts and they're and always you are not going to your be thoughts there. and you yeah. are not your feelings, they are separate yeah. to us. Yeah, so we'll see. And then, yeah. obviously, as our episodes go on, we will practice more along that theme because we're going to move yeah. into in the next few weeks, we're going to look at affirmations, affirmations visualizations. visualizations, and things yeah. like that. And so, it will, it's just building the, the foundations for yeah. that if you can try and have a go at that. Brilliant. And as always, we would love to hear from you. We are our growing international yes. listen, listeners. We are really enjoying <laughs> seeing how many downloads we're having and, and yeah. that people are enjoying listening to us. But if you would like to get in touch, give us some feedback. If you're listening on Audible, mm -hmm. you can leave us a review, which will be we've got a couple, of, a couple of there. Share us with yeah. your friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. Help to grow the positive message of buying for Yeah, us. definitely, which is what we're about. It's growing mm -hmm. the good, isn't it? That's the, the name of our mm -hmm. podcast, and it is what at the at the centre of, of what we are trying to do. Absolutely. And and help us kind of um, evolve the content of future episodes. Hayley and I have an idea of where we'd like to take the podcast. Mm -hmm. But equally we'd like it to be relevant and helpful and more um, tailored, I suppose, to the yes. interests of the people who are kind enough to actually listen to us. Yeah. Yeah, uh, chickens and all. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have soothed. Yeah, yeah. Practice did soothe the chickens yeah, today. They've gone very quiet. We did. So, if you do want to get in touch with us, you can email us on ontogetherkick at gmail dot com. Mm -hmm. You can contact us through our Facebook page, where we are One Together CIC, or you can have a look on our website, and we are at One Together CIC But for now. <laughs> this has been Growing the Good the Mindful Podcast and, and we'll see you next time next time excellent <laughs> this is Growing the Good the Mindful Podcast <laughs>